there are many examples out there of people who've hit success and there's something missing. It's not what they were promised. They're not rooted in their authenticity. They were just playing by someone else's blueprint this entire time. They're like, I don't know who I am anymore. Yo, Warriors, welcome back. My name is Rob Wong. And I am Scott Pagliacci, and super grateful to be here having this conversation with you, Rob, as always, and with all the listeners, all the Warriors. Yeah, just fucking having a blast as usual, laughing our asses off, enjoying. I wanted to play around with the idea. We started off with, hey, are you alpha enough? Are you being enough of a man? And... That, that's a question that I've, I've turned over in my head ever since I wanted to get better with women. Okay, let me become more dominant, more of a leader, more assertive, more masculine. And there's this hope. There was this hope that I would become more attractive to women as a result of doing that. And on one hand, I think that was a successful strategy in that I did start getting better results with women. But at the same time, I recognized that I was not exactly happy in those relationships. Like I was putting so much energy into being a proper masculine dude. And I'm going to say proper in air quotes that there wasn't really much room for me to find enjoyment. Okay. I got a lead. Okay. I got to hold proper eye contact. Oh, I need a better suit. Oh, my shoe game is off. I need a better leather belt to match my shoes. And I need to earn more to be a proper man. I need to pay for all the things. I felt guilty if my partner paid for anything. And in the end, it was like all of this fucking work. And I I wasn't, I was so unhappy that I was like, uh, I was ready to just fucking die. It was like, if, if this is as good as it gets, then what am I doing here? That makes a ton of sense that, it only made you more miserable following a blueprint that wasn't authentically who you were. I was listening to all this content and it's making it even more confusing for me thinking that what these men are saying is what masculinity is. I like who I am and I like who I've been and I like that I can improve myself, but to have to live up to somebody else's standards of what they say a man is feels like it can't be accomplished. I have to be what Jordan Peterson says or Andrew Tate. And if I don't pay for everything and I don't make nine figures and I don't drive a movie, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck this shit, man. Yeah, because like at that point, am I living to make Andrew Tate happy? <laughs> How's the, how does this benefit me? I'm just making Andrew Tate less triggered at me. And I don't want to live for that. And like you were saying, what if I'm following like the whole gamut? Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan. And like the more people whose blueprints I'm following, the more restrictive this whole world becomes to me. Now I'm walking on this very narrow strip of road where I have to be jacked out of my fucking mind and drive an exotic sports car. I have to not work at all, but still make crazy money. And I have to be dating like three supermodels at the same time. Otherwise, I'm a sim. Like, I have yeah. to do it all right now or I'm a failure. And, and I think the trouble with all that, that, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be successful or date as many beautiful women as you want. Do that. But I think the tricky part with goals is that until I hit that goal, I'm a fucking failure. 
And what if the next step doesn't help me hit that goal? I'm a failure. I haven't reached the goal yet. It's been five years. I'm a failure. This is my identity now. Yeah, dream big, but it has to be your dream. It, it can't be something that someone else has imposed on you. That's their way. And maybe it works for them, but does it work for you? There's nothing wrong with looking at other men and seeing what they're doing and what they're up to. That's pretty natural. And maybe there's something in there for me, but ultimately, like I got to play my own game. That's what I'm going to be the most attractive. And that means that I'm okay with the job that I have, or I'm okay with where my business is at. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what Rob says. It matters what you feel and how you move through life and what makes you feel fulfilled and successful and happy. And that's the only thing that should matter. There are men out there that I admire and respect and want to show up in a way that they embody. And then I want to make it my own. You came here with some unique gifts to bring to the world that no one else can because you're the only you that there is. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I noticed that as we have this conversation before we hit record, I didn't feel joy because I was comparing myself to other fucking people, other men that thinking I needed to be and do what they were being and doing. And I felt depressed, sad, joyless. And I'm like, fuck, I'm figuring this out as we have this conversation. Oh, that's what was going on. Okay, then choose something different. I'm putting myself down, putting other people above me, not valuing myself, judging myself, not feeling like I'm enough. And I'm doing that to myself. It isn't anything outside of me. And if you're listening right now and you're like, man, I'm on that train and I, I don't know if this is right for me anymore. I, I have to say it makes sense that people wind up in that space. I wound up in that space when we're lost. What do we want? We want a clear executable blueprint for getting out of that space of being lost. We want a clear solution. And there are a lot of guys out there that are presenting their way as the clear, obvious choice and solution. And they have the money to back it up. I think it's also just a normal part of beginner learning to find a model and try it on and see if it fits. But like Scott was saying, if I spend my entire life trying to be Jordan Peterson, I'm going to be like a watered down fucking Asian ripoff wish version of Jordan Peterson. I'm never going to be more Jordan Peterson than Jordan Peterson. If I never let go of that pursuit, then. I think it's almost like I'm resigning myself to just being subpar. Like that one dude who got plastic surgery to look more like Justin Bieber. He had something like 200 operations or something because he thought like Justin Bieber was like the kind of man that he wanted to be. But you look at him and you just feel bad for him. And he's stuck looking the shitty version of Justin Bieber now for the rest of his life because you can't undo plastic surgery. It's always valuable to get some kind of foundation so that I can know how to find success. But if that success is joyless, then why the fuck am I doing it? I think that's the challenge of being a man. There's this thing that's laid out in front of us and we're told that it's correct. But then it's also like from generations ago, like this is shit that we inherited that worked like during the great depression or like during the twenties. 
and we're not there anymore. These strategies don't work the same way that they used to. Like, it, it used to be like the sexy move for the man to be the sole provider for a family, but Scott and I were talking about earlier. My dad came to the United States as an engineer, and he was making 40K. That 40K was enough to support an entire family of four. You can't get by with 40K and support a family of four nowadays living in California. The reality is that's not as viable as it used to be. It's a nice to have now, but most of us are not in a position to work one job 40 hours a week and then have enough money to support a family and a mortgage and still take vacations and give their kids like a college education. You just can't do that anymore. And so I think it's worth it to take a look at some of these things. Does that still measure up? If you're in a position to do that, fucking great, man. High five. I, it's amazing that you can. But if you're not, I don't think there's any shame in that. Times have changed. Some of the things that I got from my father and my grandfather are still relevant. But as far as what you're talking about, 40K doesn't provide for a family of four anymore. It just doesn't. I appreciate where I am right now and having the models of men that I look up to that aren't just out there like faking the funk and Bugattis and six women and it's cool like whatever if that's what you're into like I'm not knocking anything that isn't necessarily what I want I want one woman I want a relationship I want to work on my business I want to serve other people I want to help other people. I want to solve problems. I want to, through the pain that I went through, I want to then reach behind me and help other men and women not have to go through what I went through. So it isn't really about material things. I want to help people. And on the back end of that is where the, you know, the monetary riches comes from. But it's like, how can I help you get what you want? How can I help you meet your needs? And that's how I get my needs met. You were mentioning, like, you want to be very careful to not just get the trappings of success without the foundation mm. to back it up. And yeah. that has me thinking a lot about Mike Tyson, right? If we look at Iron Mike, that, that dude is the definition of classic alpha masculinity, right? He was unstoppable in the ring, he was making good money. On the outside, Mike talks about this now. Like, dude, dude has put in a tremendous amount of growth. But he was talking about how he was not in control at all back then. Like he had all this power and success, but he was getting into fights with people over like the way that we were looking at him, right? And so he ended up in jail for a little while. He got into that fight with Evander Holyfield where he bit his ear off. You can see that here's this guy who's been put in this very narrow cage. You got to fucking exercise, work out like an athlete for six, eight hours a day, train, eat, do everything that I'm telling you to do to become this ideal, masculine, successful man. And he did all those things. And the pressure was so great that he started acting out with violence, right? It's, there's something wrong with this formula. You can be successful, but if you're not coming from the right place, that shit blows up fast. It's heartbreaking. I, I've worked with people who are, who got success early, like, like during the crypto boom, they became millionaires. Even now I'm working with a client who like makes more than her husband, works in C-suite, multiple six figures. The most painful part about their existence is that they have all this money and success 
they're still miserable. Mm. They made it and they, they can't find hope and safety and the joy of life anymore. There's no, there's more, there's no more fulfillment for them. My client was complaining because she collects handbags, right? That's her thing. And Bir Birkins are like a very specific subcategory of handbags that are very difficult to get. And also they cost like the same amount as a luxury car. You can pay $40,000 to get a Birkin. How much? 40K? Yeah, and that would be like, I, I don't think that's even the top end of those bags. I think they go higher. It's, it's a leather fucking handbag. And so she was saying she used to get really excited, right? Because that represented a certain amount of accomplishment for her. But now she has bags coming in and she's just like, I have nothing to look forward to. I have yeah. nothing to look forward to. And, and so I, I'm saying this because there are many examples out there of people who've hit success and there's something missing. It's not what they were promised. And you hear that over and over again, money can't buy you happiness. And I think that's something that people don't come to understand until they hit that success and they're not rooted in their authenticity. They were just playing by someone else's blueprint this entire time. And they're like, I don't know who I am anymore. I can't find me anymore in this situation. It's a quality place to be because you have the money and resources to begin looking into that. But like anyone who conflates success with happiness has got it backwards. That's not the way that it works. I was having this conversation with some young men that I work out with, man. And the guy, the kid, he's in his 20s and he was interviewing he's in his last year of school and he's interviewing at all these companies and he couldn't find happiness like his happiness was tied up in if he got this job or when he got this job then i could be at peace then i could be okay and we had this conversation i'm like the only moment well, i asked him a question i said when is the only moment that you can be happy and I, he said like right now and I'm like, exactly. If you can't find yourself being happy in the process, you're not going to find happiness once you get the thing. It's right now. Because even then, even when it's then and you get the thing, it's going to be now. And if you can't do it now, you can't do it now then. So can you find a way to be happy now? And he got it, man. And he started it. What can you be grateful for right now? I don't have to wait for the thing because the thing isn't what brings me happiness. Happiness already exists in me as me. And I can cultivate and generate the habit energy of happiness in any moment. And if I can't, I'm going to continue to look for it in external sources. And they, those things are fleeting. They come and they go. Kids, wives, money, Houses, cars, jobs in the present moment. There are so many causes and conditions for happiness right now, regardless if my daughter doesn't talk to me for four years or for the rest of her life, I can still be happy. It sucks and I'll feel that and I can still choose to fucking live my life and be happy and find purpose and meaning in it. Be happy now with right where you're at. Because if you can't do that, you're not going to be able to do it when you get the thing. I, I wish someone had taught me that earlier in life. I think we've all had the experience where we finally get the thing that we were striving for. Right after months or fucking years of work, we get the goal and we feel like goddamn gods, right? Oh, I'm so fucking good at this. And that 
that feeling is there. And if you're like me, then you also notice when it starts to fade away. Yeah. And sometimes it's an hour or two later, right? Sometimes it only lasts that day. There, there is a transience to happiness, especially with happiness that we try to cultivate through doing or achieving. And unless you're on one giant win streak over and over again, you're just knocking them out home run after home run. That's not sustainable. The one person that I thought was capable of doing that was Elon Musk. And then I look at him now and he's fucking driving Twitter into the ground and throwing hissy fits online. You can look at this dude and you can see he's starting to crack. Even though he has this tremendous track record, I think he was like one of the founders of eBay and he sold that and did something with PayPal. Like the, the, the dude is very successful, but he has all the telltale marks of someone who's fucking miserable. Obviously this guy is overextended, not knocking the drive. Like I respect anyone who's taken the time and energy to get to that point. But the point that I want to get to is that even with someone who had as big of a win streak as Elon. He started to strike out. You can't keep that up forever. But I really do think that it's tempting in this culture to be like, yeah, I'll just do one big achievement after another until I die and that'll keep me happy. But like, <laughs> yeah. I'm here to tell you that shit is not sustainable. Yeah. That's why I did a lot of drugs. I just wanted to stay fucking high. I didn't want to feel the lows. But that's the beauty of being a human is you get to experience the lows because then when you get to the highs, I'll give you an example. The other day I'm sitting out at canal side on this beautiful adirondack chair looking out at the lake the sun starting to set and i'm just hanging out and i get up and i go for a walk and i get a message from my son and it's a video he he hardly ever sends me videos now that he's 16 but it's text messages not videos not facetime and i get this video and it's him walking between classes in the pouring rain and then he turns it around on himself and he smiles and in that fucking moment, I started to fall uncontrollably. I was so happy because I don't get to see him every day. I can appreciate my son so much more because I don't see him every single day. It's made me realize the ups and downs are part of life. And being in those difficult places makes you appreciate the wins when they do come because you had to work for it. You had to earn it. I had to earn the right. It wasn't always great for a while. And that was hard. And going through it and getting on the other side and working on myself and allowing people to be who they are only 10x the times that I do get to spend with the people that I care about and love. Does that make sense? Is, it, does, can you, is that tied into what we're talking about? I think so. I think so. <laughs> it's a fuck. I feel like it's, it is. I know what the hell I'm saying. I know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if you guys understand, but fuck, I know what the hell I'm saying. So tough shit if you don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Is it, is it like, it's like maybe that part of the masculine journey that you're embracing is understanding that the nonstop hit parade is a means of avoiding the consequences and the feeling of failure. And you're saying that you're, you can appreciate the shit show and the struggle and the pain and the suffering that you've been through because 
it's contrast. It, it allows you to see more clearly the moments that bring you joy. Yeah, exactly. And the happiness, is, there's, there, I'm finding happiness in both, not just in the, the home runs and the, and the highs and the good times, the feel goods. I'm not avoiding the feel, the feel bads. It's staying present to all of it and appreciating all of it. And like we were talking about, like if you can't find happiness now, you're not going to find it then because when it's then, it's going to be now. I, I would agree with that as as a core piece of what I think makes masculinity work. That aspect of hey, I am in a shitty place right now. I don't like how my life is going. I want to change. And I'm going to sit with the discomfort of being there. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to face that shit as best I can. It's going to be messy and imperfect. And in the process of doing that, I'm going to cultivate this process of joy. I am going to learn how to find my own way. I'm going to do my best to live a life where I get to experience joy and bring joy to others. And the rest is just fucking details. It's like, where do I want to live? What kind of car do I want to drive? It's not as important as having the engine of can I create this fulfillment no matter how good my life appears to be? Um, finding success is a valuable skill. And I think it's worthwhile to like, to make that happen because otherwise you're going to starve and die in the street. Right. But like, <laughs> like, people are going to piss on you and you're, you're going to be in the gutter. And yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a great time. But once that shit is handled, then I feel like the real game begins of, okay, I'm not just trying to survive anymore. Let me self-actualize. Let me find the meaning and purpose for which I was put here. And that, I think, is the pursuit that makes this worth it. Yeah, I think you're right, man. And as you said that, it just reminded me of Maslow. Once you self-actualize and you get there, then you turn around and you bring other people up with you. Hey, man, I got to a good place. Now I, I got some tools and skills and resources. Let me help. That actually triggered a huge epiphany for me. I guess a piece of me has been trying to avoid making mistakes and just like trying to do it perfectly from the beginning. And I'm looking at where I am right now in relationships as a man. And I, I am, I'm proud of the way that I can handle myself. I'm proud of the way that I treat my partner. But I'm also remembering that I was confidently wrong and all fucked up in the beginning. I was dating people and totally convinced that I had it figured out. That was fucking wrong. I hurt a lot of people. I was a shitty boyfriend. I was terrible at dating. But our, our conversation here today is reminding me that was a necessary step. And it's the same as in business, right? Like you have people out there that are like gurus and they're leading people astray and they're teaching the wrong fucking thing. And... Maybe at the end of that journey, they're going to be like amazing. They're going to be phenomenal at what they do, but it requires that we be like confidently idiots. Like just, oh, I'm completely right. I'm going to do this thing. It's never going to be right. It's never going to be perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to be wrong in some way relative to future me every single time. But the only meaningful way to get to that future version of me that's got it down is by just fucking it up now, giving it my best shot, the best way that I know how. And yeah, man, I, I appreciate you like catalyzing that. Yeah, cool, man. I, I love it. I think like for to sum it up for me, it's like just continue to take action. 
keep continue to fuck shit up. Because <laughs> yeah, because being if you don't take any risk and you're not doing anything, you're just staying stuck, and that doesn't feel good. So yeah, all the swings you're taking, you're taking that. That's what you got to do. There's some saying, something about taking the swings and hitting the ball, and <laughs> you don't get the hit. And you don't get the hits if you don't take the swings or whatever. Some shit like that. I don't. <laughs> you don't get to hit any balls if you're not swinging the hockey stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no baskets going in the in the field goal if you're not kicking the soccer ball. <laughs> yeah i'm happy with leaving it off there do your best honor your word take action be willing to be imperfect don't run away from your experience bring joy to yourself and bring joy to others the rest is up to you yeah and don't be a dick definitely don't be a dick <laughs> yeah love you guys thank you for being here any comments as usual just leave them in the poll and if you like this episode share it with someone that you think could benefit leave us a rating let us know what you thought peace peace